Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, the Titans had two training camp practices over the weekend. We're going to be discussing everything you need to know from those. But more importantly than the practices themselves were the conversations that came out of the weekend. There are three Tennessee Titans starting roles that unexpectedly may still be up for grabs. One at cornerback, one at offensive tackle, and one at punter. We're going to talk about those three position battles and why they may not be set in stone just yet. Recapping the weekend of Tennessee Titans training camp on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, we are recapping the weekend of Tennessee Titans training camp that was in discussing three starting spots that, can't lie, it's a surprise to me, may still be open for grabs, cornerback, offensive tackle, and punter. I'm going to dive into all of that before I do. want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts also do want to thank you guys for making the locked on titans podcast your first listen every day if this is your first ever listen make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream you're going to find the locked on titans podcast everywhere and always free that includes the locked on titans youtube channel subscribe there smash the notification bell throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching right now i'm trying to get to like a million likes on this video. So do your part. You can follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Follow the show Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. I'm going to be putting out daily, Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content from now until the end of time. So make sure you stay locked in with the Locked On Titans podcast. But the first starting spot that we got to talk about is cornerback. And All of us pretty much assumed that Caleb Farley was going to get the shot. He got a a lot of pub from the coaching staff, got a lot of pub from the general manager about his improvement throughout the offseason, all of that. And, I mean, Caleb Farley, number one pick in 2021. You kind of need this guy to have a big role on the team, especially when they let Jackrabbit Jenkins go, who was one of the most underrated players of recent Titans memory. He had a couple of bad spots early, but then was really solid throughout the rest of the year. So that's a big spot to fill. Well, some concern started to bubble up on Friday with a few beat reporters from the Titans having some comments that make you kind of kind of worried. So Caleb Farley had, I guess, some struggles throughout last week. A lot of those touchdown passes that we're talking about uh, with Traylon Burks and Robert Woods and stuff, they're coming on Caleb Farley. And I want to point to, now I know what you're going to say when I say this name, and I understand, but I have no reason to believe that this isn't the case. Paul Kaharski said, quote, Caleb Farley just had a relatively ineffective period, and this is from Friday's practice. 
He was beat by Traylon Burks, even though Burks dropped the ball. Beat by Phillips. Ryan Tannehill showing no reluctance to go after him, Caleb Farley. Not a great week, really, for Farley. End quote. Also worth noting that uh, Buck, I believe it's Rising, Buck Rising, made a, a, a tweet that had people confused at first and he clarified, and he was basically saying, he wasn't certain who was going to win the starting spot opposite of Christian Fulton, whether it was going to be Caleb Farley or rookie Roger McCreary. Now, McCreary had another interception of Ryan Tannehill on Sunday during Sunday's practice. McCreary had a couple of pass blocks. The defense had a great day on Sunday. So McCreary continues to impress. Now, Roger McCreary did mess up in Sunday's practice and there was a, a situation where he needed to switch off Kyle Phillips in the tight end, Austin Hooper. He went to the wrong guy. It left uh, Kyle Phillips, I believe, wide open, or Austin Hooper, one of the two, left him wide open. And Kevin Byer got in him afterwards. Let him know he made a mistake. But I don't want that to take away from the fact that Roger McCreary has had an incredible camp. So I guess the reality that we have to accept here is that Roger McCreary may very well be able to steal a starting spot away from Caleb Farley. Now, I don't think that that's going to be the case. I think Caleb Farley will be the number one corner, not number one in terms of talent, but he'll be the starting corner opposite Christian Fulton. And Garrett Whitley is asking an update on Molden. Molden was on the bike, but he still hasn't practiced for five straight days. Five straight practices, Molden hasn't played. So, if we get to a situation where Molten's health, Molden's health for week one is in question, then McCreary is going to have to be the guy to man the slot, and they're going to have to have Caleb Farley outside to do that. That's the only way that they're going to be able to accomplish that. So you got McCreary on the field, but at the same time, you're going to need Caleb Farley to be on the field too. Do I think that Roger McCreary is starting in the Titans' base defense over Caleb Farley day one, week one? No. I don't think so, but I'm just saying we got to take what these beat reporters who are on site every practice seeing everything, seeing things that they aren't allowed to always say. The Titans beat reporters can't tell you everything that's going on. There are restrictions from the Titans. Well, when they slip in these little comments as jokes or as anecdotes, guys, we got to listen. Whether it turns out that way or not, we got to listen. So for Buck to go out of his way and make a joke about who's going to start opposite Fulton when most people are thinking it's Farley, for PK to come go out of his way and say that it's been an ineffective period and kind of a down week for Caleb Farley. Now, I do want to say Sunday. Caleb Farley comes out, has a couple of pass breakups. The defense looks a lot better on Sunday. They did a lot of good things on Sunday, and Caleb Farley was making some plays. So is it time to panic? Absolutely not. That's silly. but. When Farley was healthy last year, he still struggled anyway. So I guess maybe what it comes down to is we need to lower our expectations of Caleb Farley a little bit right now where we're at and hope that he could still he's basically still a rookie. So I guess be patient with Caleb Farley. If it gets to a point where it crosses a threshold and he simply is hurting the defense, then that Roger McCreary pick with Molden being banged up, with Farley maybe struggling a little bit, that Roger McCreary pick looks better and better every single day. But that's not the only starting spot that we have to talk about on tonight's show, today's show. We have to talk about offensive tackle. 
and we're getting some interesting comments and just some interesting reps in training camp at that right tackle position. So we're going to talk about that in just a second. Before we get into it, though, do want to tell you guys about our friends over at Dave. So everybody's been in a situation in their lives where they're a little low on cash. The budget's a little tight. You need an extra few gallons of gas in your tank. You got another wedding you have to go to and get a gift for. Um, You're just wondering how you're going to make ends meet. That's where Dave can help. Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill that tank, buy that gift, catch up on those bills. You could finally tackle all those expenses that have been stressing you out. And dear God, do I know about expenses stressing me out. Just bought a house, replacing doors, buying spackle, uh, replacing doorknobs, uh, painting, All of that stuff, buying couches, and oh my lord. If you're ever in a tight spot like that, that's exactly where you want to go with our friends over at Dave. There's no interest. No credit check is needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees applies. Uh, Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Check out Dave right now. Future you will thank you. Titans fans, we're going to continue today's show, breaking down the weekend of training camp practice. Can I say this real quick? It's game week. It is game week, ladies and gentlemen. So the Titans got a couple more practices. There will probably be a practice on Monday, maybe one on Tuesday. I would imagine there is a, a rest day on Wednesday. And then Thursday, the Titans will take on the Baltimore Ravens in their first preseason game. Super excited about that. Cannot wait for an actual game to break down. And I'm going to get you guys up to date with game previews on Thursday and probably Wednesday. After the game, I'm going to have instant reaction immediately after the game. I'm going to be breaking down the film throughout the next few days, the weekend. Uh, I'm also trying to move into that house. I got a lot of moving to do. I am as busy as I've ever been in my entire existence right now. But that will not stop the Locked On Titans train for this preseason action coming up. Make sure you stay locked in to the Locked On Titans podcast, free and available on all platforms all the time, your team every day. We talked about cornerback. Let's talk about offensive tackle. Everybody expected Dylan Radins to get the starting right tackle spot. And dear God, I think he's still going to get it. That is my take. Dylan Radins is still the right tackle. But what I have to say here about that right tackle spot can only, it can only be spun as good news. Because again, it's a one of two things here. Let's just dive into the facts. On Friday, at practice, NPF, The rookie, offensive tackle with the 69th pick, nice. Got first 
team snaps with the first team offense at right tackle instead of Dylan Radins. Taylor Lewan called Nicholas Petit Ferrer a Rain Man vibe. Super intellectual. Mike Vrabel said Nicholas Petit Ferrer getting reps at the with the ones at right tackle is vital because that's what a competition is all about. He said, quote, that's where we're at right now. Now you can take that quote in a couple of different ways. Yes, they're just trying to have a real competition, but that's where we're at right now. Sounds like Dylan Radins ain't getting the job done. And because Dylan Radins isn't getting the job done, we have to give Nicholas Petit Ferrer an opportunity to compete for the job to see if he's better. That's my read on it. Now, we can't know that for sure, but that sure does sound like what Mike Vrabel's saying. Also worth noting, reports are Terry McCormick on Friday said, Nicholas Petit Ferrer is doing some good things today in practice. PK even said, Nicholas Petit Ferrer having some very good snaps against Harold Landry and Demarcus Walker. He was very physical in the two-minute drill. I mean, getting quotes from the head coach, getting quotes from the starting left tackle, getting reports that Nicholas Petit Ferrer is looking physical, doing good things. I'm just saying I don't think What we have to accept at some point in time, guys, is maybe some of these guys aren't going to turn out the way we want. And that's why I come to you to say this. Like I mentioned last segment, if Caleb Farley doesn't work out, well, Roger McCreary sure looks like he's going to. If Dylan Radins doesn't work out, It looks like Nicholas Petit Ferrer might be all right. So, while I still believe that Raidens and Farley will be the starters at their respective positions, it's two things. Guys, maybe maybe they just don't, maybe the Titans just got it wrong on those guys. And having those concerns are not out of control. Caleb Farley fell all the way down in the draft to the Titans in the first round when he's a top five talent because of the injury issues and because he only played cornerback for a couple of years, converted wide receiver. The instincts aren't there, but he's got all the tools. The health isn't there, but he's got all the tools. So he gets an ACL tear in his rookie year. The health, that has to continue those concerns. Dylan Radins was inactive. For multiple games last year. Clearly the organization wasn't very happy with what they saw. And he wasn't ready to play right away. So while I still believe that Dylan Radins and Caleb Farley will get their fair shot. And they will be starters. Day one. I'm just saying. The evidence that we have from last season. You can't be logical as a Titans fan and completely rule out the fact that maybe Raidens and Farley aren't good enough to be starters. I don't think that's the case, but I'm just saying we can't rule it out in this optimism parade that we have. But if you want to jump back over to the optimism parade, look at what the 2022 rookie class is doing right now in camp. I talked last week. I think there's a chance that this is John Robinson's best rookie class ever. 
And man, 2019 was a good one. What I will say is 2020's rookie class is off to a much faster start than any other John Robinson draft class I can remember. So that gives you faith that, yeah, maybe the first two picks of 2021, yeah, but 2022 has to give us hope. And if Raidens and Farley can figure it out and be the start and just be starting level players, which they should be as a first and second round pick, even if they could just figure it out to be starting level players, and then you add that 2020 rookie draft class. This is what we talked about on Friday. The Titans ceiling as a team goes up to a different level, but without Farley and Raidens, it can't. They need those guys to be productive players. There's no other way around it. They have to. So, Travis Monroe, good point here. It's simple. Farley is unproven. We hope he proves himself, but there will come a time where it's too late. I guess we'll know in the first few games. The first month of the season, if Farley and Raidens can't hold their salt, then we'll have that different conversation then. Basically, it's we'll have a different conversation at that point in time. But I want to move forward to some additional notes on practice that I just want to give to you guys, updates on injuries, some standouts, stuff like that. But we also got to quickly talk about a third position, a third starting role that I don't know if I believe it, but reports indicate the punter position may be up for grabs. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys more about our title sponsor, BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. They got everything you need to know about the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports. That's MMA, UFC, boxing, esports, even golf. BetOnline is your top resource for all your sports wagering information. They have live in-game betting, scores, news, anything you need. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, we're going to cap off this weekend recap of Tennessee Titans training camp by going over a third starting role that may be up for grabs. We talked about Caleb Farley against Roger McCreary. We talked about Dylan Radins against Nicholas Petit-Ferrer. Now, we got to talk about what may be the most surprising camp battle of them all. Punter. Brett Kern against the undrafted free agent Ryan Stonehouse. I know, I know. It hurts to even have this conversation, to talk about Brett Kern in this way. But if you've been following the show since the beginning of the offseason, I thought Brett Kern might get cut to save money because it was like $2.5 million he could save the Titans. Instead, the Titans, the restructure of a contract with Brett Kern to bring his cap hit down. I think his cap hit was over $3 million going into the offseason. So they bring that cap hit down. The reason that I said that Brett Kern could potentially be on the chopping block is for this. He's been hurt 
the last couple of years, his average yards per punt has gone down every single year for the last five seasons. I love Brett Kern, the weapon. But guys, he's 36. His numbers have gone down five years in a row. Last year, he was like 23rd in the NFL in average yards per punt. At some point, the Titans may have to consider moving on. And boy, Stonehouse has a boot. Reports are he was kicking 70-yard punts consistently in practice. While Brett Kern is most certainly smarter situationally if things don't go well, while Brett Kern probably certainly is more accurate in terms of coffin corner and stuff like that, getting the ball down by the goal line and pinning it deep, at some point, the distance, purely the distance that you're able to punt has to matter. If you can make every single field goal within 30 yards, great. But we're going to need you to make kicks that are longer than 30 yards. Distance at some point does matter. Size at some point matters. See what I'm saying? So while I do think that Brett Kern is probably much better at ball placement, as MB is pointing out in the comments, while he's situationally, if things break down, much smarter, snap, holding the ball on the snaps, all that stuff, at some point, father time comes for everyone. And Brett Kern has declined five years in a row. So I'm just saying, I think Brett Kern is the punter. I hope the Titans can get Stonehouse back on the practice squad, keep him in the organization. But just don't be caught off guard if something like that happens, even though that's not what my expectation is. So. Those are the position battles and the starting spots that throughout the weekend, the conversation has led us to believe are still open. Some other things that I wanted to go over with you guys, though, uh, just to kind of let you know some other updates. Bud Dupree and Ben Jones came back to practice over the weekend, so no issues there. Uh, Danico Autry, Cody Hollister, Elijah Molden haven't practiced in a couple of days. Uh, Elijah Molden was riding the bike, though, over the weekend, as was pointed out in the comments. So that's good. That means Elijah Molden probably doesn't have a significant injury. Probably something soft tissue, blah, blah, blah. Other notes, though, just want to say here that on Sunday, Kyle Phillips continued to show up. Caught two pretty deep passes from Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill had some good moments as well, although the defense had a good day. Uh, another guy, Hassan Haskins, getting all the first team reps. Dontrell Hilliard got a little banged up early in practice. Hassan Haskins getting all the first team reps at running back and reportedly looking pretty imp impressive with those opportunities. Um, also worth noting here that Austin Hooper making some plays. Getting that chemistry. I don't expect Hooper to be an explosive guy, but like Kyle Phillips can be a chain mover for the Titans. And the last thing that I wanted to mention here for you guys is Chance Campbell, the rookie linebacker. I talked a little bit about him last week, but he's gotten a nickname from Mike Vrabel, Dr. Campbell. 
or Dr. Uh, Dr. Camby, something like that. Uh, basically, Chance Campbell was asking a ton of questions and giving a ton of answers. Chance Campbell was answering a bunch of stuff in the meetings before other vets. He's a tackling machine, as he was called by position coaches. And uh, reportedly, Chance Campbell told Mike Vrabel, I didn't study pre-med. He said, I know, it's a joke. (laughs) So Chance Campbell, tackling machine, uh, not an incredible uh, sense of humor. Jack Gibbons. Jack Gibbons. You know what? Man, it's been a long day. I've been doing house stuff. I'm sweaty. I'm tired. I haven't even eaten in 12 hours. Uh, shout out to Only Loyalty Matters. We're talking about Gibbons. Chance Campbell did have a near interception over the weekend, so that's great. Yeah, yeah, not Gibson, not Gibson, but uh, uh, Gibbons, Jack Gibbons. Yeah, it's Dr. Gibby. Thank you, Kevin. Dr. Gibby. So Jack Gibbons fighting for a spot, but a lot of people were high on Gibbons coming out of college. Uh, no, you're right, Kevin. You're right. I'm having brain farts. We're 26 minutes into the show. It's been an incredibly long weekend for me, I gotta tell you guys. But, uh, Besides that, Jack Gibbons, Chance Campbell, both doing pretty well. And now I'm seeing my brain is catching up to my ideas here to tie that in because Dylan Cole is injured. And if Dylan Cole is out, that creates excellent opportunities for Chance Campbell and Jack Gibbons. And obviously, with Dr. Gibby getting the name from Mike Vrabel, with Chance Campbell getting shouted out as a tackling machine, and getting near interceptions over the middle of the field. I like both those guys having real chances to make the roster, but clearly, clearly, I've done enough on the night. It's been a long enough weekend for you, boy. I'm excited for the week, though, man. It's game week. It is game week, folks. We get a Tennessee Titans game this weekend, and other than some buys scattered throughout Tennessee Titans games from this week all the way until January. So, I'm going to rest up. I'm going to eat some food. I'm going to get ready to go. Can't wait for the week ahead. Practice on Monday. I'm going to be recapping everything for you guys on Monday night. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.